Hey listeners, my name is Elisha, the founder of the Witnesses Podcast. It's so beautiful to have you listening to our podcast. And I want you to know something that that means a whole lot to me. Thank you for tuning in. And one thing I love to tell all of our listeners is, it's not just about you listening, but listening to understand. Understanding is the most important thing. So important. So, you have to listen, learn, and practice. Thank you so very much and happy listening. Hi, Jacob. It's so nice to have you on the show. How are you doing today? Doing wonderful. Doing wonderful. And yourself? I'm doing fine as well. Okay, so, you know, oftentimes I love to talk about the essence of this show, which is to invite amazing guests, amazing guests like Jacob, to come talk to us about their triumphant stories. Because we believe that in our audience, there might be someone who is talked up in a situation that Jacob came out of triumphantly. So by that person listening to you speak, he or she might actually pick an information that will lead to their transformation. So within the next few minutes, Jacob, let us learn about your story, the challenges that you faced, and how you overcame them. Then afterwards, I've got some questions for you. Okay, okay. over to you, Jacob. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to give you the, the short version since we are a little uh, short on time because it would take us hours to discuss this. But um, I grew up really, really poor. Um, of course, you know, I'm in the United States, so that's relative, right? But um, as, as far as the United States goes, I grew up extremely poor. And then I got married at a young age. And then I, I came into um, some health issues with my muscles. So muscular dystrophy, I got diagnosed at age 33. And long story short, they gave me seven years to live. And, um, you know, I'm the sole provider for my family. Um, got my married, got kids, and um, I own a construction company. There's all these things that are dependent upon me. And now I'm told that I got, I'd be lucky. That's what they said. I'd be lucky to live another seven years. And the emotions that go through a, a grown man um, whose family depends on him is, it's really heavy. So yeah. what I did is I went through all those stages of emotion and then I ended up at a place where um, I just had in my head, I said, I'm going to beat this. That was the words that were spoken to myself. And I didn't know how I didn't know what to do. Um, I had no direction. I wasn't anywhere near God. Um, I wasn't in church. I wasn't, I didn't have a relationship with God or Jesus or anything. And, um, one night I got introduced on TV because I was up in total pain. Um, my legs, now just to be clear, like I would be total paralysis. So like, um, there were some days where I could walk a little bit. And some days where I could not even move a muscle in my body and, um, it was progressively getting worse. And I was up, it was like three in the morning and my wife was massaging my legs because I was, I was just struggling and, uh, in total pain. And I saw a preacher on the TV, um, and his, his name was Joel Osteen and he was, talking about marriage and it was pretty, um, encouraging to me. So through a few things, um, 
happenings, following him on social media, read some books, did a couple things like that. He was coming to a city a couple hours away from me. And I told my wife I wanted to go and meet him. And so we ended up going and it's just, it's really just a big church service where people talk about God and Jesus. And I wasn't totally aware of that at the time, but I knew there were going to be some of that. And, um, so again, long story short of that night, at the end of the night, I ended up committing my life to Christ and it was a total, total shift in my mind. So that happened January, um, the, the night I, I committed my life to Christ. It was December 5th of 2014. And exactly 45 days later, I was back in Texas at my muscular dystrophy doctor and they couldn't find any sign of the disease in my body. Oh and my to, to make it, Yes. Really? To make it clear. Yes. To make it clear. Um, I didn't have any sign of the disease physically. I can walk and run. I could do anything. And that's been, um, since that happened the beginning or, or the end of 2014. And now, so 10 years later, which I'm supposed to be dead three years ago. Right. Um, right, right. I'm in the, I'm in the best shape of my life. I'm a bodybuilder. I have, you know, like just, you know, full of muscle. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Okay. I have, Kids, yeah, like I, I'm just living life to the fullest. I ended up taking that opportunity, and now I spread the word of God all over the place. I've built yeah, multiple businesses that. since then. Um, so yeah, so so the success from that I have now, um, both uh, spiritually, uh, physically, uh, monetarily, all came from that darkness that I was facing way back then I was faced with death and I had one decision to make and it was actually to turn to God and once I committed my life to that he opened up doors and flooded me with abundance so the one thing that I do know is if if he can do it for me he he can do it for everybody but you have to yeah. take the actions first like we as humans we need to go into it thinking, okay, because, because understand this, God can do anything he wants, but God typically will not do the things that we can do. So mm. we need to do all that we can do first. Yeah. Yeah. And then God comes and does the rest. Right. 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 Yeah. Oh my goodness, I got that. <laughs> That's some deep stuff right there. I got that. Okay, you know, all right. Um, okay, let us talk about um, how you got into fitness. Can you talk more on that? Yeah, so um, through that experience, now I've, I've always been um, more like a power lifter since I've been 15 years old. But I was always kind of fat and didn't real didn't know nothing about I didn't know a lot of things about nutrition or anything like that. And through this experience with my with my health, um, I ended up hiring coaches and um, and trainers to teach me how to eat, how to just take care of my body better to try to what I was trying to do at the time was trying to prolong my life. I was just trying to extend it as far as I could go and, and live the best quality that I could. So from that moment on, I ended up 
um, again, like I said, becoming a body, not a, I don't bodybuilding competitions. I just, I live the lifestyle uh, of keeping my body to the peak performance. And so what I do now is I actually, I actually train other people to do that as well. So that's where it started. And then now the, the better I get, I start taking more people along with me because I want other people to live a, a, a very healthy lifestyle as well. Beautiful, beautiful. So um, can you talk about the advantages, you know, of lifting weight and all of that? You know, how, how, how much impact does it have on our body, on our health? Can you talk more on that? Yes. So if, if you don't have your health, you have nothing. Like you can't, there's no amount of money that can buy you good health and long uh, life and, and buy you things. So here's just a few examples, especially as a man where good health comes in. So in companies that I own, we have sales professionals that go out in the field and do sales. And when you're talking to a group of people, there's, yeah. there's two things that they look at. They, they want to know if you have the solution to their problem. Right. And yeah. then they want to, they need to trust that the solution that you're presenting is, is good enough to solve their problem, yeah. right? Yeah. So there, it's, it's, it's two points to it. And when you're in peak physical condition, so like, let's just take this. If you got two lines and there's a big fat person on this side and, a, and me on the other side, yeah. and we sell the same thing, and I just tell people, hey, y'all just line up and come meet us. My line will be longer than that other line. And the reason being is they look at me and they trust that I would have their best interests in mind because I'm in good shape. I'm taking care of myself and which enables me to take care of my family, which enables me to take care of other people around me. And they fit in that category. And that's the, honestly, that's one of the biggest portions to uh, financial abundance that you can have is to get yourself in peak shape because it attracts, you attract to what you are, right? So if you look in shape, then you attract people to you and then they they get to be a part of your life where you can actually solve problems for them. So that makes you money. Another big portion of that is with your family. So if I'm in bad shape and I'm trying to teach, let's just say I weigh 300 pounds and I'm just fat and can't run or anything. And I'm trying to teach my kid how to ride a bicycle. And I'm trying to run and balance her on the side of that bicycle. Um, do you think I could do a better job if I weigh 300 pounds or if I weigh, you know, or if I'm in peak physical condition, right? Um, right, right. The peak performance will always be the, the better, um, better way to go. And it's typically yeah, right. the hardest thing to do up front, right? So that brings me into the last thing that I think is one of the most important, just narrowing it down to three. There's many, but the, the third one that I would choose for this podcast is being, um, your health. You're going to pay the price. It's going to cost you no matter what. But if you choose to pay the price to do the hard things first right now, then your life later 
is going to be easier. But if you choose the lazy way and don't do the hard things now, you choose the easy way now, your life is going to deliver you something hard at the end, right? And you don't get to choose what it is. So I would much prefer to choose to do the hard things first and have an easier life, right? Because let's just take that health into, if if I don't take care of my health now, then I don't know what's it going to be whenever I'm older. Is it going to be where I die early? Is it going to be where I have cancer or heart disease or, or, or I put my family in a, in a position where they're burdened with caring for me for, you know, half of my life. And I don't want to do that. So I think that's the important part of being in, in, in real good health. Mm, That's so true. Okay. So let us round up with you talking to us about your faith. You know, after the healing, you know, Christ healed you. How has the journey of your faith been like your relationship with God? Can you talk more on that? Yes. So at first I thought, at first I didn't know what to do. So the first probably year or two after I have the relationship with Christ, um, I kind of kept living the same way that I was living before with a little more awareness, but not much different in my life. And then it started to come around where I started realizing that the relationship was real and I needed to commit more of myself to doing good works for him. And for some reason in my mind, I thought, that because now I have this relationship with God, the rest of my life is going to be good and it's going to be easy. And right. And it was such a misconception because it wasn't, it was the hard things. And what I realized is it's kind of like a triangle. The closer I get to God, like if God's at the top of this triangle, the closer I get to God, um, the more the devil fights me as well. And so That's what it is, because if you're not living for God, the devil's really not going to uh, fight you because you're not doing good. You just you're out living your life selfishly. Right. Um, And it doesn't mean that you're doing bad things. It just means that you're not doing God things. And that's the difference, because we know the difference between good and bad. And most of us will choose good. Right. Because we're good people. But there's a big difference between good and God. Because the devil, he won't distract you with bad things because he knows you won't do them. Like if he tells you, hey, just go murder these people. Like I'm not going murder people. But he might say, hey, go to this party. All these people are going to be so happy that you come. And God wants me to go and stay home with my family or, you know, do something, whatever it is he wants me to go do. So he'll distract you with good things. It could be work. It could be fishing. It could, it could be anything. And uh, that's the one main thing that I realize is, is you have to listen to the, the, the gut feeling, right? And I call it a God feeling. And it's inside you. It's your conscience that um, what God is telling you to do, and you need to do that. And um, that's one of the biggest things that if people just understood that to separate, you know, the, the bad from good and then the good from God and choose those God things, your, your walk with God is going to be way, way better, way more joyful and way more fulfilling. 
Mm, beautiful. You know, that's the power of the Holy Spirit. It leads us, it guides us, instructs us, and it helps us. I get it. Wow. Beautiful. Yeah. You know, I am so glad to learn about your story. Oh, man. And I'm so sure that the audience would also be inspired. I'm talking about inspiration that will lead to great transformation in your life. I'm so sure. Okay. So, Jacob, um, let's say there is a piece of advice, just one that you would love to give to the audience. What would that be? And let's say there are some people who would like to reach out to you, learn more about what you do. How can that be possible? Okay. So the, the first part, let's, let's say the, the piece of advice that I would give is to find, um, find someone who lives a life that you aspire to be like, um, make sure it's a godly person, make sure it's a fit person, make sure it's a, a, a wealthy person, right? And then do whatever it takes to get close to that person. Follow me on social media, right? So like on Instagram, um, type in the, the at symbol. It's, so it's, it's the Jacob Gospel, right? So it's my name, the Jacob Gospel. Um, on Facebook, same thing. It's just my name, Jacob Gospel. And, um, or you go to the website, jacobgospel.com, send me an email. But is go ahead and find the person that you aspire to be like and do whatever it takes to, um, to connect with them, right? Send them a message, follow them on social media, read their books and, and study those people because, um, proximity is power. So you need to be around it. You need to know what's possible and, um, don't, don't be limited by what you see in life because of your proximity to what's around you right now. Understand, use the books, use the, the social media as what could be possible because it is, it is possible. Mm, beautiful, beautiful. So that's going to be the end of the show. Thank you so very much, Jacob, for your time. And thank you for honoring the invite. It means a lot. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in to this incredible episode. Your support means the world to us, and we truly value you. We look forward to having you join us for the next episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Your feedback is greatly appreciated.